Hello and welcome to the IT Governance Podcast for Friday, the 2nd of September, 2022. Here's the news. Mac, iPhone and iPad users are being urged to update their devices' operating systems as a matter of urgency after Apple released patches to fix two zero-day vulnerabilities, security flaws that are actively being exploited by criminals. CVE 2022-32894 is an out-of-bounds write vulnerability in the operating system's kernel, which effectively allows attackers to perform any command on the device, and CVE 2022-32893 is an out-of-bounds write vulnerability in WebKit, the browser engine used by the Safari browser and many apps on macOS, iOS and Linux that access the internet. Macs running macOS Monterey, iPhone 6s and later models, all iPad Pros, iPad Air 2s and later models, 5th generation and newer iPads, iPad Mini 4s and later models, and 7th generation iPod Touches are all vulnerable. If you don't allow automatic updates and haven't already installed these updates manually, it'd be prudent to install them sooner rather than later. You might remember that in our last podcast I talked about Advanced, a Birmingham-based organisation that supplies digital services to the NHS, which disclosed that it had suffered a ransomware attack in early August. In its latest update, published on the 25th of August, Advanced reflects that restoring and providing reconnection to its services has been more complex than it initially anticipated, and warns that contingency measures could be required for a further 8-12 to weeks for users of some of its services, before they can be safely reconnected. Moreover, the BBC reports that even when all advanced services are fully operational once again, it could still take doctors months to process the mounting piles of medical paperwork generated in the weeks following the attack. According to the BBC, one doctor estimates that it could take six months to process and input a growing backlog of probably a few thousand handwritten patient records once the Adastra service, which helps 111 call handlers dispatch ambulances and helps doctors access patients' GP records, is up and running again. However, an NHS spokesperson reassured the public that its contingency plans were robust and that patients should continue to use the NHS as normal. It's still not known who's behind the ransomware attack. Also in early August, the communications company Twilio fell victim to a sophisticated phishing attack and suffered a data breach. The accounts of 93 users of Twilio's multi-factor authentication service Authy were compromised, allowing attackers to register additional devices to their accounts. These devices have since been removed. However, Twilio and its users were by no means the only victims. The attack was part of a much wider phishing campaign targeting 136 organisations, including the users of many other providers of secure services, including the authentication service provider Okta and the messaging platform Signal. An attack on Cloudflare was unsuccessful. Dubbed Octopus by the security company Group IB, the campaign managed to compromise nearly 10,000 accounts. According to Group IB, Octopus, so-called because it primarily targets users of Okta, has targeted the employees of organisations that used services such as Okta and Authy since March, sending them text messages that contained malicious links to phishing sites that mimicked their organisation's authentication page. Here, the victims are asked to enter their username and password. Once they've done this, they're shown a second page asking for their multi-factor authentication code, ultimately giving the threat actor access to the target organization's digital resources and information, and, if they're lucky, the opportunity to escalate their privileges to gain access to sensitive data, which they can then exfiltrate. In many cases, the attackers then carried out further attacks throughout supply chains, targeting mailing lists or customer-facing systems. Group IB observes that it's clear that the attack has been incredibly successful, and the full scale of the attack may not be known for some time. 
Multi-factor authentication and secure messaging are still important security tools to use in spite of these attacks. However, what the octopus attacks demonstrate is that these should not be used in isolation. The only way to truly keep your organization secure is to implement multi-layered defenses so that if one layer is compromised, you still have further defenses to protect your organization from attack and have the incident response capability you need to ensure your recovery should the worst happen. This is why we at IT Governance advocate a cyber defense in-depth approach to all our clients. That was the news, and that's it for this time. As ever, you can get in touch with us either by leaving a comment on the blog or via Twitter at ITGovPod, that's my account, or at IT Governance. We'll return in a fortnight, but until then, our archive is on SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And you can find everything you need to implement and maintain cybersecurity defense in depth on our website, itgovernance.co.uk. Thank you.